Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Democratic vice presidential nominee. It's not a big surprise. Maybe a little bit of a surprise, but basically zero surprise that Joe Biden announced his pick for running mate and that that person was Senator Kamala Harris. She's going to join him for his bid in the White House. Soon after the announcement was made, Kamala got some advice and congratulations from an unlikely source. You ready for this? Now, Remember, this is Kamala Harris, Democratic senator from California, and she got a congratulations from Sarah Palin. What? Sarah Palin? Mind blown. <laughs> By the way, Sarah who? Like, it's am been I a supposed while. to remember Sarah Palin? Oh, she yeah. was a blip on the radar. Come on now. She was in the news for 15 minutes, literally. Now, one of only three... Uh, women to be vice presidential candidates with uh, Geraldine Ferraro, Sarah Palin, and now Kamala Harris. Uh, she ran with John McCain back in 2008, wrote congratulations, and wrote to, and gave some advice. And this was the most fascinating part about it. It's one thing to, hey, congratulations, this is great, but to actually give advice, and I thought it was going to be this backhanded advice, like whatever it is. But it was actually honest-to-goodness advice, and uh, I wanted to bring Boyd Matheson in, uh, who knows all the advice for for politicians. And I want to know, is this real advice from Sarah Palin? And I'm going to hit each one. There were six pieces of advice, and Boyd, I want to hit some with you. Yeah, no, these are there, there's actually some really good content in here. Uh, as we were talking during the break, uh, if, you, if you avoid the comment section about the tweet... Uh, there, there's actually some really, which you should do anyway. Yeah, that's right. That should be the default. <laughs> Don't read the comments, whatever you do. I, I was working with one of our, one of our opinion columnists the other day and, and, uh, he said, I could tell that my uh, column went up because, you know, I started getting all this negative stuff and I said, never, never judge the worth of your soul by, by the comment section. You may need a media fast. <laughs> you know? It doesn't happen often, but sometimes I'll catch a comment. I'll be like, ooh, ooh that was ouch. hurtful. <laughs> wow. Okay, number uh, one, she said, uh, out of the shoot, trust no one new. Yeah. What and, does she mean by that? So, uh, obviously, you, you get into this new circumstance, and everybody is going to manage you and manage your brand and manage your role. Uh, I think this is really important uh, that she said this as number one. If you think back to Ronald Reagan, uh uh, my uh, my son, when he was 11, he went and, and read the whole Rendezvous with Destiny, which is like a thousand pages of small type on the campaign. It was I couldn't even get through it. Uh, but the moment was when Reagan 
took all of his consultants in the room and fired them all. I mean, they all thought they were on the gravy train, really? you know, for this uh, presidential run in 1980. And he said, no, this is who I am. This is what I believe. And your services are no longer needed. So Sarah Palin is saying to Senator Harris, you be you. Remember what it is that got you where you are today. And don't let anyone convince you otherwise. Because a lot of times these vice presidential picks are like, oh, I'm so glad, you know, this. it's like uh, winning the lottery. Yes. Uh, you're on. And don't. She's saying don't function from a position of strength you are who you are for a reason that's why you're named to this ticket prove it which kind of coincides with her her second piece of advice keep your own team with you the people that know your voice they know your opinions that's right that's right and to me that's just a, a real no-brainer you got to keep those people around uh, although although there's also a, another side to that and some people are geared for certain things some people are great for campaigning but horrible for governing uh, and so there is a, an interesting balance there that, yeah, you want to keep some of that core team, but be flexible enough to, you know, to, to add in some mixed voices. So you got a good balance. Uh, number three, she said, don't get muzzled. Uh, connect with the medium voters in your own unique way. Yeah. And and so often uh, we've tried to define what this vice presidential role is supposed to be. I would say, oh, you know, they got to be the attack dog. They got to be the defender of the president and the agenda. Uh, but they, they you really do have to stick to your own voice, because if you don't, uh, I think the message here is if you don't, you will not be authentic. And that's not going to help you with any voters that you're trying to sway. She said there's some fun terms you're, you're going to learn. She probably already knows this. This isn't her first uh, rodeo, but uh, OTR, a planned campaign stop that, that's meant to look unplanned. You know, the rope line, you've got everybody lined up. This is completely and totally natural, folks. Look how fun I am interacting with voters. She said, yeah, yeah, there's some new stuff here. This is actually my favorite um, because the uh, – Tightly scripted, spontaneous event yes. <laughs> uh, often undermines authenticity. It's actually where Sarah Payon got into a lot of trouble because they put her into these very scripted, controlled things. She thought she was going to have an authentic, spontaneous experience with voters. And and when that's not really where they wanted her to go, that's where a lot of the gaffes happen. Uh, that's where you get into into trouble. You make silly statements or you're, you're not quite focused. Uh, so you do have to be very careful because they are going to try to tightly script every spontaneous moment you will ever have from here on out. Don't forget the women that came before you. Now, this is obviously an extremely accomplished person. Uh, what does she mean by don't forget the women that came before you? Yeah, I mean, to me, and especially in a year like this uh, where we're celebrating the 19th Amendment and women's suffrage and all of those uh, great women who have led throughout. And, and I actually think Sarah Palin is not saying, hey, not just not just the political folks who, you know, blaze the trail. It's not just about, uh, you know, Sarah Palin or Geraldine Ferraro or Hillary Clinton. Uh, there's a host of women, I think, that she's really speaking to that uh, get up every day, work hard for their families, raise their kids, make a huge impact in their community. Uh, I think that's actually the subtle message to this. Don't think this is just about political and famous people who went before. This is about everyday hardworking moms in communities, uh, women who get up every day and lead in this country. Number six in the final piece of advice, and I didn't know this was even possible, have fun. 
I, have you ever been on the campaign trail? Like, is fun it's, part it's, of it? It's ninety nine point nine percent miserable, um, but it's but it's kind of like your golf game. You know, you get that one great <laughs> shot out of eighteen holes, and you say, oh, "I'm coming back. I can't wait." <laughs> and so that is important. You got to have a little fun along the way, especially. Man, you have been golfing with yeah. me, boy. <laughs> And I think that's a, a really important one for uh, for Senator Harris because she's very serious. She is incredibly intense, and she is wicked smart. Her mind is always six steps ahead, and if she keeps on that, she's going to be too tightly wound, and she'll blow out during a debate or during an interview. So having a moment to exhale uh, is really critical on the campaign. Boyd Matheson, uh, thank you so much. Inside Sources coming up after our show. Thank you so much. What great insight. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.